Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome. You are now tuning into the Data Self Podcast, hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison, as we die daily and live for God, based off of Colossians 3 and 3. Here, our motto at Data Self is living that Christ is glorified, down to make Jesus known. I appreciate everybody, <coughs> excuse me, taking time out of their busy schedule, whatever time zone you're in, whatever time frame, morning, noon, or night. You took time out to just to tune in to this week's episode. I definitely appreciate it. I thank God and I praise God for every last one of you. It's not going unnoticed. Um, feel free to rate every, every rate the podcast. Um, give a review so more people can get to the content. You know what I'm saying? Subscribe to the channel um, if need be so you can be, be uh, notified with each, with each episode that drop every week. I try to do these every week. Sometimes time and work and uh, personal life get in the way so I'm not able to uh, put out an episode every week but that's really the goal that's the aim to put out an episode per week and so if you subscribe to this uh, podcast channel and make your reviews you'll be able to get the notifications and more people will get to the podcast and more and it'll be a broader uh, audience that'll be able to hear what does say the Lord through us here on the data set podcast nonetheless Okay, now we're going to get to this next segment of the podcast, which is called The Bread of the Week. It's actually a scripture coming out the Word of God, as it's stated in the Word of God, uh, that it says, The Word is the bread of life. The Holy Bible is considered the bread of life. So we got to feed our spiritual man on a daily basis with the Word of God. We're coming from um, Psalms 28, chapter 28, verses 7, King James Version. And the word read, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiced with my song where I praise him. Again, Psalms 28 and 7, King James Version reads, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I will, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiced and with my song, I will praise him. When I read, when I hear this scripture right here, uh, y'all, this scripture will be a, a good scripture to use when they say, uh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Um, in that context, I believe the Lord is my strength. Um, when we're dealing with this walk with our Lord and Savior, it takes a particular breed to walk this walk the straight and narrow it's not always easy you know you have attacks that comes from the enemy you got things that come that, that will come against us and we need the hand of God over us to protect us and our heart got to be in the right place where it said my heart trusted in him so even when we're dealing with the trials and tribulations sometimes it's not always a good it's not is not pleasing to us. A lot of time, majority of the time, it's not pleasing. It's, it don't feel good, but during the, 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 during the storm, the, the rain, the pain, we have to trust in the Lord and know that help is coming because I am helped during those times where I'm going through the trials and tri- tribulations. So I got to know that uh, I got to trust in my heart. We have to trust that the Lord is coming to help us. By faith, we got to trust. Therefore, my heart shall rejoice. So, during the trials and tribulations, and it's sometimes that's very hard to do, y'all. 
I can't even front. I can't lie to you. Even when you're doing, even when you're going through the trial and the tribulations, when you're going through the storms, when you're going through situations in life, the uh, the issues of life, it's hard to to uh, have a heart of gratitude. It's hard to have a heart to jo- to rejoice. It's, it's hard to sing praises unto the Lord when you're going through it. But the scripture says right here that. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiced, and with my song, I will praise him. So, even though we're dealing with situations, we just got to know that we can lean on the Lord for strength. We got to, we can lean on, lean on the Lord for endurance. We can lean on the Lord when we feel weak, and knowing that we can't bear, we, when we can't bear it, God can bear us up. When sometimes our arms feel, you know, when we lift our hands up and worship and praise, Sometimes the weight of the world, the weight of the issues start to weigh down on us. But then the Lord gives us strength and holds our arms up. He gives us strength to hold our arms up. And as we praising him and worshiping him, he's shielding us from those attacks. And as he's shielding us from those attacks, it's give us the faith to know that we can trust in him, that he's going to come and help us in those times when we need him. And during the times that we need him, and during the times of the trials and tribulations, our heart can rejoice knowing that we can praise our God. We can praise our Lord knowing that he's there to help us, that he's going to see us through it. So I just want to encourage everybody to know that even though it may seem harder sometimes, where sometimes we may feel like we're alone, where sometimes we feel like we can't do this, know that God is our strength and he's, and he's going to help us and he's our shield and he's going to protect us. And knowing that we just got to trust him. And then doing that, we can rejoice and praise him because we know he's coming. He, we know he's coming. He's coming to help us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Ladies and gentlemen, Psalms 28 verse Psalms 28 verse 7 reads, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiced. And with my song, I will praise him. Amen to that. Amen. 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 My next guest on this week is a young man that I've known for a very, very long time, I would say. This young man, I say... Is it's very genuine. I say I never met I never met nobody as genuine as this person here. I'ma just be honest. His heart is just so pure. You know, his intentions is pure. His intentions is, is like you never you never it's very rarely you come across people like him that's walking with the Lord, that's always willing to put somebody else before him, you know, in this, in the world where it's all about me, 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 and in the the faith where you always want to be propped up, this is not him, this young man always tries to find a way where God is being glorified in everything we do, and that's, and that's a blessing for real, this man is a promoter, He's a poet. He's a rapper. Um, he's a gamer. You know, he's he's a servant. 
He's a husband. He's a father. He's now part of Christ-like music group entertainment. We'll we'll get the we'll get the true story on that when he get on. I have my my next guest coming up after this break will be none other than Quentin Cambridge, aka the leader, aka overcomer with a K, not a C. Again, overcomer with a K, not a C will be my next guest after this break here on the Data Self Podcast with your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. We'll be right back in just a minute. Don't touch that down. Peace. Hey, you guys, we back to the Data Self Podcast, hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. On this week's guest, we have a young man that I've known for a very long time. I've, I've um, known this brother. I actually met this brother online, actually, and we've been kind of building for years, like, been kind of knowing each other from social media. And one thing I can say about this, this this man of God right here is, man, he's he's just been, he's solid. That's one thing I can say about he's solid. He got a heart of gold. I, like I said before, I never met anybody quite like this brother here. He's one of a kind. He's one of a million. He's cut from, he's really cut from a different cloth. And um, I would say, God forbid, if God called his brother home, I say that God will be pleased with the work he's done thus far. And I think he got so much work that he got to do thus far. He got more work, but he's a, he's a poet. He's a rapper. He's a spoken word artist. He's a promoter. He's a servant of, the, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He's a husband. He's a father. He's a brother. He's an uncle. He's, he's a man of many hats. And I want everybody to just welcome our next guest of this week's Data Set Podcast. And I count it an honor and a blessing to have him on here. And I, I really do. None other than Quentin Cambridge, a.k.a. The Leader, a.k.a. Overcomer with a K, not a C, man. What's going on, my brother? How's it, how's it going? What's good? What's good, Zay? How you doing? And let me cut you off real quick just to keep this podcast going. It's Quentin Castler. You oh, Castler, Cambridge. Cambridge. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, man. I didn't I didn't mess with Castler. <laughs> Dang, my bad, man. It's I know so it was good. I know it was a C, man, but how's it going? It's, how's it's going? Good. It's going good, big bro, man. Can't complain, man. Just got off work not too long ago, man. Came home to the wife. She cooked dinner dinner's done you know what i mean but uh she's allowing me to do this interview that i've been waiting to do i'm excited to do it you know and uh just uh talk to the listeners you know what i mean yeah man i appreciate it man i definitely appreciate you taking time out to be on this week of data cell podcast like i said man i i counted a honor and a blessing for you to be on here and i greatly yes, appreciate sir. it man for real yes sir me too Yes, sir. So we're going to, this is how we're going to go. Like, we're going to start off this podcast. Um, so for the listeners, give them your testimony on how you was able to come to know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, how you was able to uh, get saved. Like, how, 
how did how did how did the Lord end up saving you out of this cold dark world? Well, when it comes to me, you know, I was very green at a young age because He saved me at age eighteen. So I'm not really knowing too much about the ins and outs of the streets. I got older brothers who know about their life. I don't know about their life. So I'm very, very green. So I'm in high school, you know what I mean? And I see everybody being part of these, like, groups and different things like that. This is before I knew they were gangs and cliques and all that in our high school of an era of uh, 08. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to be a part of something, you know what I mean? I didn't know that I had a void or anything like that that I was trying to feel until later on. But... Um, I end up uh, being part of a gang, you know what I mean? The outlaw GDs and uh, becoming a gang member pretty much. And, you know, I didn't know the seriousness of it until, you know, later on uh, when something got blamed on me that wasn't my fault. But see, I took the picture. So I was guilty by association of taking the picture. It was a burned red bandana, right? Mm. And uh, <laughs> and my stupid butt put it on social media. This is when MySpace was booming, before the Facebook and all that, right? Mm -hmm. So I put it on MySpace like a goofball. Folks that I had on my page found out about that, and somebody that was close to somebody else told, and then I had people me mugging me in school, and I'm wondering what the big deal is. And I found out, and I was like, oh, snap, it wasn't my fault. You know, I ain't the one that burned it. You know, it was my homie, you know? But that wasn't the point. I took the picture and I held up the bandana while he was lighting it. So um, I was guilty. And uh, I ended up having to uh, leave my mother crib because she gave me a choice whether I was going to be part of the gang or I was going to denounce. And I chose not to. I chose to keep going with the gang stuff, right? So ended up staying with my ex. That was for a while. I got death threats uh, about if I come back on the east side which is where I grew up on, where I'm from, Carbondale, Illinois, uh, that they were going to do this and do that to me. So I had to walk around with a two-by-four for a little bit, had to sneak and get to my mama's house just mm. to see her. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, these guys, and mind you, I'm probably older than these guys. That's what made it sad. I'm probably older than these folks that was coming after me. But, um, you know, that didn't matter. Uh, they want they want to come after me, and that was period. I was riding my mother's car one day, riding past these guys, and one of the guys hit my mama's car. So that's when I realized how serious that stuff really was. And I'll never forget, I was in my ex's extra bedroom, and I don't know what came over me, man. I just got on my knees. I was like, Lord God, I, I, I was like, God, if you get me out of this situation and make all of this go away like my enemies leave me alone i'll be all about you and everything i do and everything i'm a part of word for word bro mm. and i tell you the truth bro the next day i went to school homie i walked right past my enemy and he stopped me and he was like hey yo clinton why you ain't saying another day and i gave him a look and i'm like it was the look of like, homie, is you stupid? <laughs> you know right. It was it was a whole bunch of you cats on the block that if I would have stopped my mama car, ain't no telling what y'all would have did to me. So even though I was green, I wasn't so green to know not to stop <laughs> if my enemy yeah. coming for me or if I see my enemies posted. Don't do that. It's a bad idea. Keep going. Um, but long story short, he ended up shaking my hand. After he shook my hand and told me I was good, 
and I looked him in the eye, and I could tell he was for real. I looked up to heaven. I said, "Wow, you are real." Mm. And from that day forward, dude, I was changed forever. That was in 2010, bro. Wow. And I ain't never, and I ain't never been the same. And I started doing street ministry in my uh, in my neighborhood with a few other guys. It's still young guys today that remember that, and that will back me up and testify that man, this dude was there for me, or this dude helped me with this and this and that. I even had somebody tell me, well, this dude tell me uh, one of my young guys that I remember. I saw him not too long ago. He was talking to my father that came to visit me not too long ago, and he told my pops he was like, yo. This man saved my life. Mm. And he ain't never said that to me, bro. So it hit me different because this is a young man that's now homeless. Wow. He's homeless, bro. And he has some mental issues. And I was just standing there like, just like in shock, like, wow. And I had to walk off because I couldn't see him like he was. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but other than that, man, like, be, making that decision to come to Christ wasn't out of being scared or being killed or being scared. Because some cats thought I was so scared that I went to church. You know that ice cream yeah. quote. You know, if you're scared, go to church. So yeah. they thought that's what that was when it that, came to me. That ain't, that ain't always a bad thing, though, if you're scared but to go I, to church. <laughs> <laughs> <I, I, laughs> it ain't always a bad thing. You're right, though, but the thing was about it, it wasn't, that wasn't the case on why I right. got saved. The case was that God showed me how real he was. Right. In the matter that I could have got either beat up or I could have got into a whole brawl with this cat right then and there. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my enemy shook my hand, and I thought, I think about that to this day sometimes at random. And he talks about how he'll make your enemy your footstool. Yeah, that's it. You know I was just, what I'm saying? yeah, that's it. And it was almost like my enemy was making peace with me mm. without us even agreeing to make peace. You feel me? So I'm like, I know that wasn't him on his own. <laughs> you feel me? Mm, you're right. I knew that was God. You feel me? So ever since then, man, it's just been a journey, man, of ups and downs, um, you know, with my connection and relationship with Jesus, man. Just trying to learn about what it truly means to 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 be saved and walk with him and understanding that, yo, just because you saved now, they don't mean you ain't going to fall at times or so make a mistake. Or even at times, let's just keep it all the way real. You make decisions on your own because you want to do that thing. There's been times I had to confess and be honest with the Lord about, uh, uh, God, I, 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 I ain't going to lie, I wanted to do that. Right. And it's got, it, it got to the point where I'm so comfortable with just talking to him like I'm talking to you. That whenever I do something wrong, man, I just be straight up. I'm like, I know I ain't no business doing that, Lord. I, I did. I'm sorry. Right. You know, but it's just me now learning how to really put up a fight when it comes to temptation yeah. and different things of that matter. And just saying, realize the power you got within you. You know it from a scripture standpoint, but do you believe it? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's pretty much it on that. How I came to salvation. Yeah, that, but you know, but you know what, man, I was. That was that was powerful as far as about the that you walk past your enemy and he shook your hand. Man, that was yeah. that that ooh, people don't understand people don't understand that don't that have not don't understand game culture, because I came from the game culture and the fact that the next day your enemy the same person that was trying to get you seen you and shook your hand. 
You didn't you didn't know whether he was gonna try to blow your head off in that handshake or not, but you seen in his eyes that he was for real and yeah, God was definitely in that, man. That that's that was powerful, man. And that was powerful. And then I and then I also wanna say after I ask you this question too, but you know, what you were saying as far as uh where I think people get the false misconception about salvation. Because they, you know, and I think a lot of people don't know this because it's just like they don't. It's like when you come in and you give your life to God, doesn't mean everything is going to be peaches and cream. You still going to have to go through stuff, but you have the Lord to help you along the way. Yes. It'll, make, it'll make things a lot easier for you. You know what I'm saying? It, it may, I mean, it, it may not be, like I said, it may not be a bed of roses, but you have the Lord to lean on and hold you up when you're going through those trying times. Yes. So, so, uh, so you from Carbondale, Illinois, uh, mm-hmm. Carbondale, Illinois. So how, what, what was life like in Carbondale, Illinois growing up out, out there for people it that was, don't know? It was cool for them. Like, cause Carbondale is like a small college town. You know what I'm saying? Like it's real college party type feel like going to the club type feel but for me i was such an introvert that i was always to myself because i never wanted to get caught at the wrong place at the wrong time because while i'm at the house i'm hearing people getting shot around the corner from me Mm. you know what i'm saying just being at the club though some kicking type stuff so it was like it it, it wasn't type i was just trying to separate myself from everybody but i just knew it was certain places i didn't want to be yeah because that could be me and my mama's getting the call that I'm in a hospital in critical condition or I died on, you know, DOA. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? And, and, and then, you know, dead on arrival. I'm not trying to be that person. So I always stayed away from that type of scene. And I guess that's just what made me different and not like pop a, a, a part of a popping crowd. But for the most part, um, Carbondale was pretty, it was pretty cool growing up, man. Like I was like, as far as like basketball tournaments and stuff like that, it was pretty cool. You know what I mean? It wasn't really much of that whole funking and, Pop, 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 it wasn't all that like that, but um, it was pretty decent, man, as oh. far as, like, the little stuff I went through. Okay. This is Data Self Podcast hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig, man, so we got none other than overcoming with a K, now to see. I got another question for you. Um, so how, because I know that you're a man of many trades, many gifts, so I would start with... Um, music i would start with music like how did you end up getting into music like like who like when did you have when did you notice that you had a love for music like started getting into music like like when you start listening to it like break that down as far as when you when you got into music and how you know what made you start loving music and stuff like that okay well i'll start i was really young man i i said i was like with eight or nine, uh, my favorite artist before Salvation was Buster Rhymes. You know, I was oh married. yeah, he he, yeah, he hard, he hard. <laughs> I'm talking about the Buster Rhymes of our prime. You know, in the other nineties, yes. that oh, was yeah. that was my that was my dude. Um, you know, and <laughs> I didn't know I had that big of a love for music until one of my blood brothers guys. He was a producer. And he also did music along with another person who rapped and did music. And uh, one day, I was just outside with them. And it was like, hey, you know, they call me Mussy Boy. You know, they were like, hey, Mussy, uh, 
spit some man, spit a little something. So I started rapping, and it was like, oh snap, Lil Mussy Cole, hold up, hold up, I think he got something here, Lil Mussy Cole. So they put me in the studio, and I remember recording this song with them. I can't remember the name for them, so don't ask. Okay. <laughs> but I recorded this song, and uh, he still got that song to this day. Wow. And um, he always encouraged me, said, man, freestyling is going to be your thing. He said, don't worry about what nobody else talking about, about how you freestyle, whatever. That's where it's at for you, the freestyling. So I did it. Like, from day one, I just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. I was in the basketball, but music was another go-to. And uh, I didn't really start taking it serious like that until um, 2011. That's before I even knew Christian rap existed. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 okay. Yeah. I'll... Okay, go, go Red. I was going, that was going to be one of my next questions, though. But go ahead. Oh. My bad, I'm sorry. Uh, do you want me to stop? Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop, stop right there. Yeah, stop. We okay, can stop ahead, right there. So, uh, so speaking of Christian rap, um, that was that's one of my next questions. Is like, cause um, with seven, how you end up meeting, and he's one of my. I'm just put it out. He's one of my favorite Christian rappers out of like, like he's one of my favorite. Like he's one of the reasons why I started doing it. Christian rappers. Is seven, big, the big homie seven. I, I call him the big homie seven because I can relate to him in so many ways. My question to you, how did you end up linking with seven and, and uh, linking up with Hog Mob Ministries at that point in time in your life? Like, how did you end up linking up with those guys? Well, in 2011, you know, we'll go past the Lecrae's and 116 click because that's where I got put on to in Cross Movement. My sister put me on to Cross Movement, and then I just got online. This is when social media was booming, right? And mm -hmm. I just Googled Christian rappers, and Lecrae came up, and 116 click came up. And then further down that line, um, I came across this song on YouTube by Seven, and it was called it was called Away We Go. And the song, the moment I pressed play, I knew it was finna be crazy. And just from the tone of the song, the build-up to him speaking about the stories of, like, gang culture in the hood of Los Angeles compelled me. And I heard him speaking about Jesus and about God in the song, and I was like, who is this dude? Like, this junk don't just go hard. It's, a, it's different, right? So then I decided to reach out to him and stuff like that. And uh, we talked for a little bit. You know, I told him about how I found him and stuff like that, how I appreciate what he's doing for the kingdom. And uh, all of a sudden, he was just like, uh, I was just being joking about me being part of Hog Mob, right? <laughs> but he was like, man, you're pretty much a hog in my eyes. So ever since then, he... Did, did, you, did you talk, would you talk to him over the phone? And... Mm -mm. No, a message on Facebook. Oh, it's Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was over. It was over, it was over uh, Facebook Messenger, pretty much. This is before the little bubble. <laughs> came okay. Um, but yeah, he pretty much made me official. He said, "You pretty much official," and uh, we started building from there. That's when Hog Mob was on fire, you know, with the tours and different things like that, and him having Hog Mob Texas and all that. It was crazy. It was like one of the dopest years. I could say I was ever a part of 2011 to 2012, but you know, a lot of people 
looked at the big homie as like very very controversial, which I can yeah. see how. Yeah. I, I can I can see how, but they focus too much on his exterior. Yeah, if, that's if, if it. That makes sense. Yeah, that's you know it. What I mean? And they didn't look at Seven's heart. Seven has a huge heart for Jesus. Yeah, he do. Like, like through all of what he went through from the temptations and all that that he exposes on different songs and albums, like, this man loves him some Jesus. Yeah, he you do. You know what I'm saying? And can't nobody ever tell me he don't. That man, is, he he made me more radical <laughs> about the gospel, you know? He made me want to go in the streets and tear the streets up with the word of God. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. uh... And just what he's doing now is beautiful, too. You know what I mean? Even just, you know, how he's grown and matured in ministry as a whole. Um, you know, and I'll forever be grateful that he considered me a part of his ministry because he didn't have to, you know. Uh, but I remember when I left, you know, and I was honest with him. And I was also honest with people in the, in the, in the ministry. Just I, I felt like my time was up. You know, with being part of, you know, Hog Mob. I know, I don't know. I think some people felt some type of way. I don't know, but I just had to be honest because I'll never forget. I was sitting in the room, big bro, and I was like, man, I think my time is up with this Hog Mob stuff. Mm. And uh, it was hard, bro, because I didn't want to tell Seven. I didn't. I started crying, bro. Oh, <laughs> you know wow. what I'm saying? Because when I'm a part of something, I'm loyal, real loyal. Uh, you know, and, and for someone like Seven who's encouraged me, we talked on the phone before. And when I felt like I didn't know how to, you know, get the people in my community, he would sit down and talk to me on the phone for a few hours just talking to me how I can come up with ideas and, and ways to get back to my community, bro. I'll never forget them talks that we didn't have. Never. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's that's pretty much how I became part of all of and with all that, so. Yeah, and... and- um, just to mention what you were saying as far as about um I mean that was that's that's dope dope story by the way with the mention about seven being controversial um and i he yeah the thing and that's the thing about it i don't the thing about that's one thing about the church people say that it's controversial because you know he got the tattoos you know and he got and he may say the, the n word a few times in his songs or you know his approach to the to to presenting the gospel is controversial to to some churches because they're they're in the box. Yeah. But the thing about Seven that I've always appreciated about him, he's always he's authentically prolifically him. Man. And he and he, and he, and he and, but he's genuine about his love for the Lord and you you got to yes, respect sir. that. That was yes, one of sir. those things and I can relate to that cuz I come from the same lifestyle he came from as far as being yes, sir. a far as being a blood so i drew to his music because you know a lot of people like man he's saying the n-word i said well you got to look past that you know hear what he's saying like you know and if you can get past the look you know because he looked a lot of people like he looked like a thug but i'm like he's 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 not he's a he's a person that loves the lord he may dress that way but you got to look at his heart you got to look at what he's doing you got to look at and he's still one of my favorite artists to this day you know he's so he quote unquote retired, but he popped out every so often with music, every so often. So, but that's that's dope that you had to link up with uh linked up with uh, Big Homie Seven man, cause I, I I think he's a definitely a legend in in uh, Christian rap. Um, so let's talk about uh let's talk about the leader. <laughs> talk about the leader. 
Because before you, you know, before you was the leader before you was overcoming with a K, now to C. Yes. How, how did you get that name, the leader? Like, that's that start there. How you get that name, the leader? All right, well, that's beautiful because that goes back to what I was going to say when it came to the love for music, right? So I used, before the leader, I used to go by Mad Skills with a Z at the end. The okay. Leader. Mad Skills, the leader. And that's when I was doing secular music with some homies. And we used to go by Triple Threat. You know, one uh, one of the guys was Playboy the G, and the other one was uh, uh, JC, you know. Uh, and when I got saved, I was like, how am I going to, because I knew I wanted to do the Christian rap thing. But I just didn't know how I was going to flip the script when it came to what to go by. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting at the computer, and I just hear something as the words like, take mad skills off. And just leave the leader. Now, I believe that was the Holy Spirit telling me that, honestly. Okay. Because it's like, I, I heard it clear, take mad skills off, like in my head, take mad skills off and just leave the leader. And I rose up like, the leader. And I said it several times out of my mouth, I said, the leader. I said, they ain't got a, I said, they ain't got a ring to it. The leader. But just with an A, not an E. And um, I was doing tons of freestyle videos Ever since then, I still got those videos to this day on my old YouTube channel. Oh. I've done I've done tons of freestyle videos under that moniker. The leader uh, came out with a mixtape. Came out with three mixtapes as the leader, produced by Illinois Music. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> okay. And it's um, the three projects was called Ministry Over Just Making Music, yep. Volume One, Two, and Three. Uh. And I think those projects hold a little weight, in my opinion. You know, it wasn't my very best, to be honest with you, but I enjoyed doing those projects because I put my heart on those projects, and I had fun with those projects, and I believe that even if people heard it today, you know, certain songs will hit them straight to the heart, but the other ones will be like, oh, homie, that was dope. You know what I mean? So, and I still have those on, like, Oh, I still yeah. have ways to get that, but yeah. Yeah, but I, that's what's up, man, because I was going to ask you about those projects as well, and when you was the leader, you had, uh, you had, uh, let me remember, you said ministry, it was ministry over just making music, volume one, then you have that, volume two, mm-hmm. and then you have volume three. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I correct? Yes. So when you made those mixtapes, you made the mixtapes, but and the, and the thing about when you said you made the mixtape, it may not be your best work. To to some people that you know, because I know I know what you I know what you're saying. Like a lot of times when you make music, you feel like it ain't the best quality and the best work. But to somebody else, it's a blessing. So sometimes yes. when you use what you got to the best of your ability and it ended up being a blessing to somebody else. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't I wouldn't want you to dumb that down and saying that you. you know what I mean. So you just you just had to work with whatever you had at that moment to, to that God was able to be glorified through the through the art form of rap music. Right. I got you. <laughs> so so let's so okay so Let's say let's go here. You use use a data self alumni. I would say that you're a data yes, self sir. alumni, um, and uh, you end up changing your name to Overcomer with a K, not a C. So, 
Where, how did you come up with that name? From how did you transition from the leader to overcomer with a K now to C? Okay, good question. Huh? <laughs> uh, pretty much, it was on like I think it was like two years ago. This was 2020, I believe, and um, I was like laying on the couch one day. And this is when I made that transition from DTS to CLMG, right? And um, I knew that I wanted to change the name because I was going by Young Lion at the time. Young Lion. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. Young Lion. Yep, so, that. I knew, so, so I knew I wanted to change that, big bro. And uh, I was like, I didn't, but I didn't want to rush it. And I didn't want to just throw a name out there. And um, I was laying on the couch one day, and it was one of those alone time things again, all right? <laughs> Just like with the leader, same scenario, right? So I'm laying on the couch, and next thing I know, again, same concept, I hear overcomer. Okay. I'm like, overcomer? And I got thinking about it a little more. I said, from all the stuff I've been through, I overcome. So yeah. it made sense, you feel me? Yeah. But I'm like, I, I want to flip it a little bit. So I said, overcomer with a K, not a C. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. So dude, I hear, I hear Frederick, I'm like, yo, Fred, yo, I think I, I got a new name. And he's like, what is it? I'm like, overcomer, but just with a K. He's like, oh, snap. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay, overcomer. We gonna go with that, and that's pretty much how that happened. Bro. Oh, okay. That's. Yeah. What's, I think that's. I think that's a dope name. Uh, is a because it's got it's it's stick like overcoming with a K now to C. That's that's real. That's real dope, man. It's a dope dope name. Um, because it's it's a play on the comma you instead of a C you, you made it a K so it's overcomer so it actually stands out. So when you saying overcomer it's not the automatic C but it's a K. Now I wanna clarify this real quick. I wasn't doing the whole overcoming with a K, not a C. That started happening when I started getting on video. When I started recording myself and I started introducing myself, I'm like, hey, it's your boy overcomer with a K now now mind you, it didn't stick until the guy in CMG was like, yo, you need to stick with that. You need to, well, his name was Rock Lee. He's like, I like how you be saying overcome with a K now to see. He said, man, that actually have a ring to it. Keep doing that. Yeah. And I, and I just, and I just been doing it ever since. And that's what they introduced me like. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. That's, that, that, I think that was, I think that was good, good that you stuck with it. Cause it, it, it does stand out when you say it, let's say it like overcome with a K now to see. Mm. Excuse me, but um, I would say this, man. Like, uh, I, when I say you are, you, you know, you're a die to self alumni. You know, um, I'm I'm saying that in a good in a good form because yes. you know, um, you had to, you know God had to transition you to transition you to greener pasture, so it wasn't like it was on bad terms or anything like that. So it's when you know, so it's it's just like. You know, like you done graduated to something else. So when I say you're a data self alumni, you, you, that's it's like you graduated to something else that that whatever God had in store for you, and yeah. you end up signing with uh, Christ Life Music 
uh, is it Christ like? I, I I say I had this conversation with I had this I had this same conversation with Frederick, and I still ain't get it right. Is it Christ life or Christ like? Christ like. Christ like or oh yeah. okay, because I'm yeah. still confused. I'm like Christ like Christ life. I'm like okay. It's, yeah, it's Christ like music group. Okay, Christ like yeah. music group. So how how did you end up linking up with uh? Uh, with Christ-like music group with with Fred, you know, he, Frederick Hallelujah, he's supposed to be on this coming week, so how do you end up linking with them guys over there? Well, pretty much, it was, uh, you know how I support Christian rap real heavy and Christian artists, whether, you know, they're independent or whatever. I'm really big on that, so I was on Instagram, this is when I had that underground Christian artists, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I was gonna touch on that too, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's funny, man. We don't want to court, but uh, I had that going on, right, real heavy. And it was really picking up. People started really picking it up, liking it, wanting to be featured on it and all that and everything like that. So there was a day I was on Instagram, and I was looking for more artists, music, to feature onto that. And I came across uh, the, the, his uh, record label page called Christ Like Music Group. And I'm like, who is this? I'm like, let me see. Let me go on here and do my little research. I was like, oh, these cats bumping. I was like, okay, I like this. So I followed it, uh, ended up uh, reaching out to him, letting him know, hey, man, I'm featuring, you know, you and your your artist on, you know, uh, the underground Christian artist. He's like, Joe, uh, let's link up. I, I like what you're doing because he started watching what I was doing and kind of peeping out what I was doing and come to find out he did the same thing. He does the same thing, promote Christian artists, all that type of stuff. So it was dope. And, um... I remember this was time. This was the time I was really going through a lot, like some real, real heavy stuff, with something very, very personal to me. And uh, we got on the phone, and I was at the brink of the end where I didn't want to get very close to men like that anymore. I don't care if they was brothers in Christ, or whoever. I didn't want that anymore. Um, and he talked to me, and I kept it real with him. He was honest with me, and um, he was like, "Bro, I'm gonna tell you right now." He said, uh, "I got you." He said, you my brother. He said, I got you, man. Mm. And I want you to know that I'm here for you. If there's anything you need, I'm here for you. And you don't have to worry about that. Because I was honest with you. I said, Fred, man, I don't know. I don't want to get close to you, bro, because I don't want to go through that again. And he's like, bro, you don't have to worry about that. He said, I got you. And That's what's up. When I, I really listen to people's heart when they mean something, when they say something that they mean to me. I listen to their heart, and they tone in their heart when they say it out their mouth. And I knew he meant business, and he was keeping it silent with me. You know, and ever since then, I, I built from there. You know, I, I, I built with him from there. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I think I think that was a, uh, how they say, match made in heaven. I really, I really feel like that. Um. Uh, I feel like it's a match made in heaven. You over there with Christ-like, Christ-like music, Christ-like or Christ-like. I'm just saying both. Christ-like, Christ-like, man, Fred, Fred, I'm going to just say this, Fred, all, all y'all over there, charge to my head, not my heart. Y'all know what I mean. Christ-life, Christ-like, y'all know what I mean. But I feel like I feel like it's a uh, match made in heaven. I, I I just like what y'all. I like what they got going over there. I told him over the phone. He can attest to it. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I told him in private. I I, I I you know I 
like what y'all got going over there and it's it's a lot going on but i like what i like what they got going over there i can't even name all the artists y'all just just that deep over there it's just too many of y'all it's too many of y'all to name i don't even want to get the name and i i just know fred and i know you and yeah. I, I'm just gonna leave it like that because there's too many artists on there. I'm gonna talk. I, I'm gonna talk to him about when he get on. We gonna have a separate conversation about, you know, certain artists and stuff. So, but uh, you also let's segue here. Uh, you also dipped in, and this is one of the, these one of those things I even told you about. You dipped into the spoken word field of of the uh, cra- of cra- of the craft. And I think that's, I think that's dope. Uh, what, what, how did you end up getting into spoken word? Because I, I think I told you when I heard you, I said, you need to stick with this. Like, this is where you at. So how did you end up getting into, like, start getting into the uh, spoken word, Christian spoken word? Man, pretty much, man, I'll never forget, man. I was sitting down one day and I was writing this poem. Because this is when me and my wife, I don't know if you remember, we used to do that gospel open mic, right? Yup, yup, I remember. I told my wife that I wanted to do a spoken word piece, right? So she's like, all right, cool, bet. So I got to writing, boom, 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 quick with it. And uh, it was called Jesus is Calling You. So I started practicing it. And I'm like, oh, snap, I got something here. I think I like doing this. And I remember I did it for the first time at the event, and people liked it, man. And I still got the video of it, too, with me on stage doing it. But um, I started doing it more, so then you will see videos, like different type of videos that I'll pop up with doing different type of spoken word because I wanted to not only play around with it, but I wanted to see how real this was that he gave me this talent to do spoken word poetry. And man, I got man, <laughs> I got too many deep spoken word videos online, man. Like I did that, I can't even name on top of my dome because there's so many um, to name. But uh, I really enjoy doing it because, to me, spoken word. And shout out to Jackie Hill Perry, man. Uh, she's one of my favorite spoken word artists, by the way, man. Jackie oh yeah, Hill she Perry. dope. She dope. Uh, she's fire as heck, bro. And she's one of my inspirations. Um, that 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 pushed me to really get into it man um because for me spoken word is very free man like i even looked at it like you ain't gotta set up no this and that all you need is a microphone and go you feel what i'm saying you ain't gotta have them do a song selection all that for you to get started with your music all you need to do is grab that mic and just go you know and i love that freedom uh mentally i love that freedom to just be able to do that and go or put on a camera and go you know um but spoken word is dope to me, man. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's yeah. up. And I know I've noticed uh, this is uh, this is Data Self Podcast hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. Got my guest, none other than Overcome with a K, Nata C. Um, I noticed that you have uh, you have put out three projects as spoken word, a spoken word artist. You have. Uh, I think the first project you put out was called Life of an Overcomer. So I'm going to yes. name you, I'm going to name uh, a few tracks. I'm not going to name all 11, but I'm going to name a track of each project that you put out. And I'm going to let you know which one it is. As soon as I name the song, I may, I may, yeah, as soon as I name the song, I want you to explain to me where you were and, and, and what this, what this song 
was about in this spoken spoken word piece. Okay. 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 Off the the life of an overcomer project. Um. Uh, left alone. Man, oh shoot! You picked a good one, bro. <laughs> um, I was in the room. I was in the room when I wrote "Left Alone." I wanted to get into the heart of the people when it came to feeling like that because we all feel like that. Like I've had many days where I just wanted to be left alone, though. I don't want to be around nobody. I just want to be, I just want to be, because when I go, and my wife will tell you this, bro, I get very resentful when I'm going through some stuff, bro. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, where I don't, like, where I, like, shell up, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I hold a lot in, and I know I shouldn't, and I tend to get out a lot of how I feel if I'm angry or I'm frustrated, or I do it through, like you said, a spoken word piece, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I or just God just uses, or I just go to God with it. And that's my main thing I do. Anytime I feel some type of way, even if it's about my wife, I go to God with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the first, that's the first person I go to. I go to God with it straight up and release it to him and tell him how I feel, you know? Uh, yeah. I love that freedom with the Lord. So, yeah, but yeah, Left Alone is about that. Just like, you know, at times we, we want to be left alone, but sometimes... We don't need to be left alone because that could be a dangerous situation when you're left alone too much, mm. you know. Um, that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, I gotta live, live for you featuring Testify. Man, is that off the uh, life of the old? Uh, yeah, life. Yeah, this is still like the life of the overcomer. Okay, so I gotta live for you. Um, came from a place where I was really in like an emotional moment of like realizing that, man, the times we're living in. You understand what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and the desperate need of, I have to live for you, God. I don't care if I'm falling. I don't care how flop I am. I got to live for you, period. Because I'm not going to focus on what everybody else ain't doing. I'm just trying to focus on what I have to do. In any form of fashion, to see that you get the glory out of my life story, I got to live for you. So that was the whole purpose of that. Okay, you got testify. That's that's uh testify from DTS, right? Or that's somebody mm -hmm. else? Uh, she was uh she was from CLMG uh, at one point. Oh, that's a whole, that's a different testify. Yeah. yeah oh, she's a, see, she, she's, a, she, she's a girl, spoken word artist. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's oh, okay. I see. It's different. It's name spelled different. Okay, I see it. Uh, okay. Um, going to okay, going to get better with Robin Wrights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sis, she did her thing. Hey, shout out to Robin Rice's sister. You know, man. You know, yeah. you know what's happening. Um, uh, this spoken word piece was special to me because I've been wanting to do something with sis, but I just didn't know what would fit her. And I knew that going to get better would because you know I know she was going through some stuff at the time, and I knew I was going through some stuff at the time. So I'm like, shoot, this is perfect, and it was. Um, going to get better was me coming from a place of like trying to get people to understand that no matter what you're dealing with in the current moment, no matter how that thing feel, it's going to get better because a lot of people, when they're going through a lot of things, bro, they don't feel it's going to get better. I don't want to hear you tell me it's going to get better because I'm going through some hell right now. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What you talking about is going to get better. I, it don't look like that or feel like that to me. 
But believe it or not, it doesn't matter how we feel at the moment. I hear you, but before you know it, it'll get better. Right. Shout you out. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what's up. Shout out to Robin Wright. She she had an episode on here early on at um, Data Self Podcast. So um, just shout out to her, Robin Wright's Robin Low now. She go by Robin Low now. So. Yeah, she's still okay. doing she's still doing her thing though. So, you know, shout out to her, DTS, you know, all day. Yes, sir. Um yes, sir. Uh, the last one off this project, I'm named Can't Befriend the Enemy. Dog. Okay. Yes. That's a good one. Um, I was in a place where that was given to me definitely by the Spirit of God because I I wanted to relate to people that, you know, uh Satan ain't your friend. Right. A, a, a lot of people think he's their friend because he's the father of all lies. Like it, it's sad to see industry artists and all this to like befriend this man and not realize that like this man don't give a darn about you. He don't. Like he really don't. He um, don't. So you be feeling you shaking hands with the wrong brother. Um, and and that was me saying also as a saved man, a guy like Satan ain't rolling with you. I ain't fooling with you. I don't care how many times you tempt me with this or you want me to do this and that, I'm cool on that. I'm over here. I'm with the Lord. And that's to the day that I'm gone. Until he come back or until he take me to be with him by, you know, going down to the grave and out the body. You know what I mean? I'm with the Lord, period. So it's just me stamping it and just reminding myself, but also letting him know that we ain't cool like that. Amen. That's that's you real. That's real. <laughs> that's real. Um, go to your next project. It was Voice of Wisdom. Uh, yes. Voice of Wisdom. Let me ask you this: You got nine tracks on this on this project. What was your favorite song off this project? If you can pick one. Mm, I have ADHD, so you might have to go down the track list. Okay, you, uh, you got you. Okay, okay, you got first track is "Time to Get Free," Carbondale, Carbondale. Then you got "Life is Like a Breath of Fresh Air," track two. Then you got track three, "Jesus Knows Your Pain." You got trapped. Okay. Okay. That's one of my favorites and time to get free Carbondale. Those are two of my favorites off that. Okay. Okay. Explain why. Okay. The time the time to get free Carbondale spoken word piece on that voice of wisdom project is because it's my favorite because I really love my city and I really care about my city. And for a time, I wasn't here. I was in Carterville, Illinois for a time with my wife and family. But while I'm over there, I'm constantly hearing about people getting shot over here, a lot of stuff going down over here, and it just was irking my nerves, and I was like, this is ridiculous, like, do y'all understand that y'all keep putting y'all selves in bondage <laughs> emotionally, mentally, by allowing a lot of the stuff y'all doing to go on? It was young guys that I ministered to dying, <laughs> just mm. unexpectedly. It was crazy, bro, and I just was so moved that I wanted to write a piece to my city and was just it was like an urgent call, you know, like the prophets back in the day with the you know giving that urgent call from the Lord about repent. You yeah. know, it was my way of saying it's time to get free from doing what y'all doing. It's time to get free and realize that man, Jesus is coming back soon. Not only is he coming back soon, but y'all deserve to be free from the madness that y'all got going on over there. You know what I mean? Right. So that was my whole point of that. Now, what was the other one? Oh, Jesus knows your pain. Right. This is one of my favorites because I wanted people who are very drenched 
and very soaked in pain. You know, um, a lot of people that are in pain, and I'm not talking about natural pain. I'm talking about emotional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm not natural. That's still natural. I'm talking about physical pain. I'm talking about emotional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because um, a lot of people don't think they can get out of that. You have people who end up addicted to pills and addicted to this and addicted based off pain, dog. And I wanted them to understand that they're not alone in that. You know what I'm saying? That somebody out here actually understands what you're going through and knows what it feels like to have pain on you. And Jesus is one of them. Mm. That's, yeah. that's what's up. That's what's up. And that's... If, if Jesus, if the Lord don't know anything, he, know, he knows our pain. Cause he, he, cause he was God in the flesh, and he dealt with pain that none of us can can even bear to this day. Getting hung on the cross, getting nailed to the cross, throwing ones in the head, man. Lord Jesus, I don't even. Whew, we can't even bear none of that. So he, so the little pain we think we dealing with here, he he knows, he knows, like he knows all pain. Cause he, they said this man was more worse than any man. The scripture said that. He was more yeah. more than any man, so he was yes. he was he was beaten unrecognizable. So he knows. So I thought that was a I think that was a dope title for that for real. Okay, so this this third project here is I am his, and you yes, have sir. you have you have eight tracks on here. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna pick a couple off here and um, Jesus lead the way. Jesus lead the way. I, I just I just picked them names because you know uh you know Jesus sticks out. Yeah, I got <laughs> so, you. <laughs> the name Jesus sticks out, so I'm I'm picking it because it's that name. That name sticks yeah. out. So I got you. Um for me, the Jesus lead the way poem meant so much to me because I was in a time where like I wanted to reassure myself who I am to the Lord. And who he lets me know that I am to him as well. And to also stamp that, Lord, I'm yours forever. You yeah. know what I mean? But with Jesus lead the way, for me, it was like, Lord, I, I need you to lead me right now because I don't know which way I'm going. You know what I mean? Um, I was in a real sad time because I had a lot going on at home. Um, <laughs> a lot of figuring out. Wow. <laughs> A lot of realizing where my mistakes was lying, you know, with some of the stuff I was going through and dealing with, and I was just overwhelmed, bro. And I was mm. like, Jesus, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, Jesus, you got to lead the way on this one. You know Straight what I mean? Because uh, <laughs> it, yeah. it, 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 was, it was one of them times and moments, but not even just about me. It was also me um, also letting them see that, hey, man, you're not the only one going through some stuff and you don't realize how much you need Jesus. Hear what I'm going through and showing you how much I need Jesus. I want you to know that if I need Jesus to lead the way for me, you need him to lead yeah, the way for Lord. me Yeah, Lord. Yes, God, Lord. <laughs> Straight up. Yes, Lord. Man. Yes, Lord. All right. Um, I am his, the intro. Oh, shoot. That was a very creative intro because I'm I'm a, I'm gonna I'm give you a spoiler alert on how I created all that right. So I was recording it right, and I used at the time when I was in Carterville, I used our door that made a screeching sound. I was like, oh snap! 
when you okay, so you heard it, right? Did I hear it? Did you did you listen to it? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't hear okay. it. Okay. Okay, so if you if you listen to it, you would hear it come on this when I heard the door do that, I was like, yo, I'm finna use that in the intro. So I opened the door and let it close on its own. It's like, and then I would close it. Boom, boom. And then I'll start speaking. Okay. Okay. Well, let me go further than that, because that's kind of a little short. So with that, that's a spoiler alert. But with the I Am His intro, it was pretty much me doing like a declaration. Same as I explained before about how I am his and realizing that I am his. And not only affirming myself, but just even letting the enemy know that I belong to the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Period. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay. That's what's up. So, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break and we're okay. going to come back um, and talk some more with our guest of this week, Overcome with a K, not a, not a C. With your, and you are now tuning into the Data Cell Podcast with your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. We'll be back in just a little bit. Don't touch that down. Hey, we're back to the Data Cell Podcast, hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. We got this week's guest on, Overcoming with a K, now to C. And it's been a joy having them on. So, uh, uh, Q, I'm gonna call it Q. I'm so used to calling him Q. Um, <laughs> Overcomer, man. I know y'all people going by Overcomer, but I'm used to calling him Q. But Q, I got a question yeah. I want to ask you, man. Uh, What's up? What is your thoughts on Kanye West? Everything that's been going on with Kanye uh, West. Because, because um, the reason why I'm talking, because I'm gonna ask a lot of people um, about their view. Because I'm, I'm gonna just tell you this, man. Before before you answer the question, I'm gonna just say this, man. Okay. When when Kanye West came, you know, I, I'm a big Kanye West fan. I'm gonna just be I'm gonna be honest. I'm a big Kanye West fan. I always was. And when he came, when he when I you know when he started making gospel rap music, Christian rap music, I was so excited. I was happy because I was like, Lord, he he's genuine. He's for real. Like. I was I was blinded. I ain't gonna lie because I was just like it's Kanye West doing gospel rap music, so I was blinded by him doing the music and it sounded so good. But seeing everything that's going on now, I was like, man. So that's what I'm asking you. Like, what is your thoughts on Kanye West? What you seeing going on with him right now? What's going on with the boy? Yay, Yeezy. All right, check it. So he's one of my favorite producers of all time. He will always be. Cause he's just that dope with production, uh, music wise. But what's going on with Kanye? What do I think about it? Do I believe he's safe? Yes. Do I believe he's not around the right people to get him in strong sound doctrine and um, build up his salvation, Lord? Yes. Um, he's not around. He's not around a lot of solid believers, dude, at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he's not. And I believe if he was then you would definitely see it. But I also can say he's in a time of his life now where the Lord is really digging at his heart about non-compromising, for one, and also uh, his allegiance to him. Because he just might have to lose a lot. Yeah. 
for his allegiance. You do know what I'm saying? Because he done lost a lot so far. Man, but I'm a, and that's another thing. That's a whole nother story. Okay. When he made when he made that whole statement about the Jews, right? That's mm-hmm. the whole topic about the Jews, right? Um, he wasn't talking about the Jews of the Bible. He was talking about the the Zionist movement, these false Jews, of the Zionist movement. I researched them back in 2011. It's a weird type of movement, bro. Um, these are people who. Um, have big influence in the music industry, the fashion world. Um, what else? God dang it. Uh, the entertainment world, they're huge. Um, and those were the people he were talking about. He wasn't talking about the Jews of the Bible, just to clarify for everybody. So they won't get it out of context of who he was talking about um, when it came to that whole Jewish part. Because, mind you, when he made that statement, you see him getting backlash like crazy. Mm. He started getting stuffed to down. Yeah. Uh, Drink Drink Champs took that video down by him talking about all that. Took it down. They, I, uh, I think they took they took they took it down because he made the statements about George Floyd. That that and with the Jews. Okay. But I but this, but this, and I don't mean to cut you off. But I think this. Another thing about, I think for real, my thing with Kanye West is it's because you're right. When he said something about the Jews, they decided to start taking stuff and stripping stuff and uh, dis- detaching themselves from Kanye, you know, Nike, Def Jam, Gap. I mean, not Nike, Adidas, all these companies, right? About right. the Jews. But they didn't do anything when he said, when he said anything about George Floyd. Right. They didn't do anything when he had the White Lives Matter shirt on. <laughs> he ain't do anything when he would talk about all this other type of stuff. They didn't right. they didn't they didn't denounce but as soon as he said something about the Jews, it was it was all over from him. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, and I'm not saying what he said was right. Like I, I I don't con- I'm gonna just say this I'm no, I don't condone any of the things he was saying I'm gonna just I'm gonna just put that out there for the record I'm not condoning anything he was saying was right I was like man he digging himself more in a hole again but my thing is like it's to a point where I see people saying I hope he lose everything like just cold like, I'm just like man, I'm just like man bro like the man and I. And it's to be expected from people that ain't saved to say that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about as a believer, I'm like to myself, we need to pray for Kanye, like yeah, straight up. Because even though like yeah, he ain't perfect, he didn't say some stuff that ain't that wasn't right, and you know, like we all did, we all didn't say stuff that we were right. we were, I mean that we would regret, or we didn't all done some things that we would regret because we are human and we make mistakes. But they they it's to a point now where they making it they it's like they're gonna make an example out of Kanye, it seemed like. It's like they gonna but make it, an example. But bro, that's what I'm saying. It was some stuff that he said that was the truth though. And the part of what he said that was the truth, that's what's causing him all this backlash. Because he what, because of what he, what, huh? what what was the truth that he said? God dang it, I can't I can't even remember, bro. You gotta forgive me. I can't remember, but I gotta go back and listen to it so okay. we can chop up, so we can chop, chop it up about it 
off off the podcast. Okay, but, okay. Uh, some of the things that he was saying when it came to that about the Zionist Jew, it was true when it came to that. Um, because he was exposing too much when it came to like their influence and all that stuff. He was okay. exposing too much. And uh, we know when certain people who come out of that darkness of the industry start exposing too much, <laughs> yeah. they end up trying to make an example of these, out of these cats. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because now, because now, look at Kyrie Irving. Same example. Same. I, I'm, I don't get down with Kyrie like that. Okay. But it's the same concept. It's almost like Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie didn't have the right to have his own belief. You feel me? Oh. <laughs> Making the example out of this cat, like. They're talking about um, he probably might not play in the NBA again. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, snap. Like, that's how y'all do it. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. They, people, they, don't, they don't play around. People, they don't play around. Like, you speak about these Jews and the entertainment system and entertain, entertainment business and music business, man. It's like. It's like a no-no. It seems like that's like a scar word or something when you touch on the Jews. <laughs> All right, that's like it's like good lord. Like Kanye done lost. He was a billionaire now. He worth four hundred million. He he dang near broke now. That's I mean to us to us that's not broke. But to him, you used to be a billionaire dropping down to four hundred million. That's almost being broke compared to him. You get what I'm saying? Like to us. You're like, man, dude, he, dude, dude, you worth four hundred million. That ain't nothing. But to somebody like Kanye West, that was a billionaire. Now he worth estimate of four hundred million. That's almost broke, being broke. Man, you, you get, you understand what I'm, you, you understand what I'm trying to say. Like to us, yes, it's, to us is not, to us is not. It's a lot to us because we not, we not millionaires. We not billionaires, right. naturally per se. But mm-hmm. somebody like that that was a billionaire now worth estimate of four hundred million. It's like you almost broke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm not gonna even I'm not even gonna cap with you, man. Even though they're doing all this stuff to him, I know he got some money tucked away somewhere. Probably you know I mean? so. I'm, Probably I'm so. Gonna be real about that. You know what I mean? Um, Probably but so. Other than, but other than that, though. I even read an article that his bank accounts and stuff was being tampered with. I'm like, oh heck no! Like, oh yeah, when a <laughs> when a yeah when the bank start pulling pulling your telling you we don't want your money no more in the bank. That's why I'm like, some some is real. He done ruffled some feathers. He definitely <laughs> ruffled some feathers. And uh, and uh, oh, and uh, since since you since you mentioned something about Kyrie Irving, we we gonna segue here. I got, I got, uh, it's something I wanted to ask you about, uh, regarding dealing with Kyrie Irving. It's, it's along the line of vein, but it's, it's kind of in the vein, but it's kind of not, but it's in, it's, it's somewhere in sports. I got I two got words. I got two words for you. Mm. Cookie milk. <laughs> where did you come? Where did you get this cookie milk? Where you, where did you get this, man? Cause I seen you, I see you online one day in the the finals just going, and I was like, I was going for Boston anyway. So seeing that, like Cookie Milk, I'm like, oh, this boy here going. I thought it was funny, man. I thought it was hilarious. Where did you get Cookie Milk from, man? That's what I want to ask you. Where where did that come from? <laughs> 
you get that from, man? Where you get that from, man? That's that's hilarious, man. I ain't gonna lie. You 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 know what's crazy? I've been saying that for a while when it came to like basketball. So I pretty much got it. Just came to me naturally as like a passionate way of expressing, like when somebody shoot a three, yeah, or somebody dunks on somebody, or just does something crazy. And I'm like, Cookie Mill, I was doing that at our, uh, at, at our local basketball game that Justin Demet hosts at his uh, basketball center, the Demet Center. It was Carmendale versus Murphy. So it was, a, we, we always been a rivalry. And I had did it there. And he actually has that on his TikTok. And I told him, I said, man, I was the one that said that Cookie Mill when he threw the alley-oop to him and he dunked it. But he, he got it on, uh, he got it on his uh, TikTok where it's like, Cooking me up, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, man, hey, I think it was funny, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, like, what is that cookie milk, man? What is this cookie milk? <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, that that thing was funny to me. Like but cookie was, milk, like. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy? I got seen Copeland kids and him doing that now. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Oh he yeah, that thing me. that thing funny, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> he called me one day, he was like, bro, you got my kids saying cookie milk. They up here playing 2K. Yeah. They were playing 2K and then he made the shot or something like that. Talking about some cookie milk. I was rolling, man. Yeah, that that thing funny, man. I ain't gonna lie. You should get a shirt called Cookie Milk. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, man. I'm telling you, like that 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 thing had me I was hollering laughing. That's what I'm talking about when I was seeing the video. I was hollering. But I'm like, okay, he really, this cookie milk thing is, I said, I see it. Because I was like, okay, Jason Tan hit the three. Cookie milk. I'm like, okay, I see what's going on. But that, yeah, that's crazy. I know you're a big Boston fan. So what you you see your Boston Celtics doing this year? You think y'all going back to the finals? Uh, Man, I I don't want to be super bold and say yes. Because we got the Warriors, you know, that's my other favorite team, by the way, They're, you know, what I mean, uh, amongst Boston, but that's after Boston. Let me clarify, Boston will always be my number one. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. But um, they can go back to the finals if they stay healthy. Okay. That's my main factor with Boston. If they stay, if they stay healthy, because remember, Marcus Smart, he had a little injury in mid of the finals. You know, and uh, it was some other issues going on. Um, what's his name? Um, Robert Williams. Yeah. He had a little injury going on. So they have to stay healthy and just keep doing what they're doing. Keep playing their brand of basketball. And yes, they will make it back if they do those two things. Stay healthy and keep playing their brand. Their brand of basketball. Uh, I don't know, man, because y'all don't have y'all head coach no more. Amy Udoka. Oh, here we go. Oh. We're not going there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that was. I think coaching has something to do with y'all getting to the finals in the first place. I, I agree. I would, I would agree. I would but we, we ain't gonna touch on that. But yeah, we, it is what it is. But I, yeah, y'all definitely got the pieces to go back. You know, y'all got Jay, uh, Jason Tanley. Y'all got Jalen Brown. Y'all got uh, uh, Marcus Smart. Y'all got Al Horford. So y'all got the pieces. You know, y'all definitely got what it takes. To get back, yeah. so so let me uh ask you uh this like uh, what is what is some words of encouragement you could give to a, a new babe in the Lord that's just coming in? Like how how can you 
what are some words and words of encouragement you can give to um that believer that just coming to the to the knowledge of the Lord? Uh, the encouragement I give to a new babe in Christ and a new believer is that <sighs> hmm, don't chase a calling in the Lord. Don't chase a role in a ministry. Chase your relationship with Jesus. Mm. Be all in. Mm. Because I remember what it was like, because you know how people who are like very seasoned in the Lord, they're quick to give you a call and just all GP. Oh, that's missionary over there. That's, 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 that's oh, that's, he going to be a pastor. Like, <laughs> what if God don't call this person to be a pastor? You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it's cool to allow God to put a calling on your life, but don't chase it. You know, don't make that your main focus of why you doing ministry. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Because I did that, and it didn't turn out well. Um, I was too focused on wanting to know what was my calling. What was my calling? What was my calling? What was my calling? Like, so what? What about your relationship with Jesus? Okay, where's the... You know know, know what I'm saying? That's the big issue. What about your relationship with Jesus? Like, get that to... Make sure that's solid. Because your calling calling don't be there. But if you don't got your relationship with Jesus, then... What is your calling worth? Hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Because your your calling is to represent him. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And 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 whatever your calling in ministry is, you're still presenting him. But how is that going to be reflected? How is that going to look if your relationship ain't, ain't 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 solid? You know, or it's not getting to a solid place. You know. <clears throat> so that would be my encouragement to a new believer, man. Don't chase a calling. Don't chase a role in church of a ministry, but chase your relationship with Jesus. Mm, that's good. That's that's good advice. That's definitely some good advice. So what's man? What's next for Overcomer with a K not a C? Like what what you got coming next? Man, um, good question. Uh, I'm going to be working on an EP project again. This will be my fourth installment under Christ Like Music Group. Okay. Uh, it's called There's Beauty in Pain. Okay, there's beauty and pain. It doesn't have a release date yet. You okay, know, I still gotta, uh, I still gotta come up with some more, um, some more titles for it for the EP, and uh, I think I'm gonna make it a seven, a seven track EP, I believe. Yeah, I'm making a seven track EP, and uh, I might have to get you on that Joker, man, on the skit, man, because I, I ain't got you on none of my projects, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not liking that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. If I can have your blessing, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, that's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine, man. Yeah, but there's beauty and pain. And, and, and you know what? That would be great because you know what it's like to see beauty and pain with your own life. Oh, yeah. So, most most yeah. definitely. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. So, uh, so where, uh, if before we close, I mean, do you have... Let the audience know, like, your social media platforms, where they can follow you at, your TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, right. Facebook. Just let, let the people know. All right, so when it comes to Facebook, uh, you can pretty much type in Quentin Overcomer. I'm going to just keep it simple, and you, my picture will pop up. You know what I mean? Uh, Quentin Overcomer. Uh, how do you spell Quentin? Because some people name Quentin is different. Yeah. Why is it spelled Q U? 
E-N-T-I-N, and then Overcomer with a K, you know, and you'll find me. When it comes to the TikTok, Overcomer618. When it comes to the Instagram, you can type in Overcomer, and I'll pop up. And, yeah, that's that's it. Okay. All right. Well, we, we definitely appreciate you taking time out just to come on again so people can hear about your story and hear about your thoughts and stuff on things and just sharing your view on music and the whole nine. Yeah. That's another thing before I close, before we close. That's okay. the question. What is your view on Christian hip hop right now? Like what's your thoughts on it? Ooh, try, that's a if, good one. Yeah. That, that but yeah, before we close, that's the question. Last question I'm gonna ask you, then we're gonna wrap it up. What is your view on Christian hip hop right now? Um, from me coming up in the era of the cross movements and the, the, the I'll say the prime Lecrae and one six click them, uh in the sevens and the in the bills and all that. Um Christian rap slash Christian hip hop. For me, Christian hip hop is still in a good place of a spectrum because you got Kingdom Music family. They holding it down for the Kingdom Heavy. Brian Trio, them, shout out to them. Um, yeah. You know, you still got building and God over money. They still holding it down. Um, you still got people like uh, D1. He's holding it down. There's so many others that's really just holding it down for the Kingdom and making it the main focus when it comes to Jesus and his importance of why Christian rap is what it's supposed to be. And Christian rap is what it's supposed to be. Uh, but there's several others that I just really can't get with. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's just like, it's not, it's more pop. You know what I mean? <laughs> when, it, when it comes to certain artists, it's more like this pop feel. Like they're trying to blend in with second world. You know mm. what I mean? Because I've seen, I've seen some people do that where they get to a certain space in Christian hip hop and then they switch over. And you're looking like, okay, so what was your main focus when you started doing this Christian rap stuff? Right. You know what I mean? That's the only thing I don't like is when artists who come into this Christian rap world get to a certain fame or a certain prestige with their name and their their um their platform, and then they flip to secular wow. as if they as if they never was even over here doing what they was doing. Or, it, or let's say they got turned down by a label or they felt like they weren't a lot of recognition. All of a sudden, you see a switch and you be like, okay, yeah. was, you really, was you really about this from the beginning or what's going on? So that's my only thing I, I could say that I see Christian hip-hop being there where you got half that do that and be the other half, they ten toes down. Yeah. Yeah. I yep. just wish it was. I, w- I just wish it was all the other half was like the half I'm talking about. That was ten toes down. That's ten toes down. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir, man. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I. I. I feel that. I do. I. I feel that. But I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just say. I'm gonna say what I'm. Let me say this. I haven't okay. listened to Christian hip hop in since 2020. Dang. I ain't been tapped in. I don't even associate myself with Christian hip hop no more. Dang. I'm just being real. I I just I'm not even in the loop. 
I don't know who dropped. The only, I mean, I I know Lecrae dropped Church Close 4. I mean, I know that. And I listened to it. That was the only thing besides, that was the only thing I, I've listened to currently in CHH was Lecrae. Other than that, I ain't heard nothing new from CHH from 2000, I'm from 2020 from, from this point. Now, I'm going to ask you this, and I'm not the interviewer, and I know we got to go. But oh, I'm you can, yeah, you can ask me. What made you get out of this thing where you like, man, I'm not listening to Christian rap for a while? Because, because I just wasn't getting what I needed. Mm. I wasn't getting what I needed because, like, it was more or less who, it was more or less who was the hottest or who got the most streams or who's the most popular, you know, and, and, and it was like, screw, screw the artist that, that's talented. It's just, you know, it could be, it's, it's some talent, it's some artists I heard that was talented that don't got the names. They don't got the name, but people don't hear the music because people are so caught up in the name. Yes, sir. And it's nothing against Bizzle and them guys you just named. And shout out to and shout out to uh, Brian Trejo because I, I I say he the essence of gospel rap. Come on, bro. He is, I, I say I say him. I say and I and I shout him out plenty of times on this podcast. You can check back on some of my previous episodes. I always give him his flowers. I say he is the only one out of. Everything I've been hearing thus far, and I ain't taking away nothing from like the older artists. I still listen to the older artists because I get what I need. I'm, I'm talking about subtract the older artists like Flame, Thizzle, R. Swift, those guys. Because anything, anytime Lil Rascal or anybody of them will drop something, I will go listen to it because I know that they they are they ground rooted in the gospel, so they gonna give me what I need. But a lot of this new stuff from 2020 to this point, I ain't heard it. Man. Even my peers, I didn't hear it. So any that anything somebody didn't drop, I seen it, but I didn't listen to it because I said what? I said I got tired of hearing. I'm not getting what I need, even from my peers. I don't even hear it. I didn't even hear it. Hear it. Uh, I understand that because it was just like, man, we we in trouble. I just said. The genre of Christian hip hop is in trouble, I, and I stopped associating myself with. It. I said I'm not even a Christian hip hop artist no more. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not it. I'm a gospel rapper. I got you. Because honestly, there's a difference. It really is a difference, Quentin. Like I want you to understand, it's a difference between gospel rap and Christian hip hop. It's a. It's a oh, difference. I know. Oh, I know where you're going with it. It's a hey, big difference. Like, hey. It's definitely, it's definitely a big difference between the two. It's, yes, sir. It's a it difference, is. and I, and I realized that I am not part of. I never been, even when, even when I thought I was, I was never part of CHH. Even then, and I had to come to grips that you just never been a part of the CHH spaces because even myself, I've been in CHH spaces, concerts, and you don't see Jesus nowhere. So, my thing is, and 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 Thizzle can attest to this because I've heard Thizzle say it the same thing. Like even these big venues and these concerts you see in the background, in the backstage, there's nowhere, is no Jesus is nowhere to be found in the backstage. 
but the concert is supposed to be Christian, but it's nowhere where Jesus is, you know, it ain't, ain't nowhere, there's nothing Jesus about it in the back, in the back, backstage. And Thizzle always keep it a hundred. So, and I, and I, and I, and I felt that because even when I go to my, would do my concerts and stuff like that, right. Right. people would laugh because I'm praying. People would want to let people laugh because I want to. Everybody put their hands. I'm talking about some of my peers with Tim. They said, "Dude, bro was over there laughing because you was praying." I'm like, "Well, whatever." You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm praying because that's it's always it's, it's in order to pray. We we have to pray. So yes, sir. It, it just you know I just it's it's just I just said to myself I'm just not even part of. I don't want to be associated with CHH no no longer, and there's nothing against people that are. Right. It's just it ain't for me. I'm just not. You know, I still make glo I still make music. I still make music that's glorifying the Lord. Don't get me wrong. I still oh, I, I still make music that's gonna glorify the Lord. But I'm not in that CHH space. I'm not right. in that I box. Yeah. So. I, I never I'm, I never been either, man. I've always been the crazy rapper. I just want to thank you, man, before we end it. I thank you for jump, jumping on the, the Die to Self podcast, man. It was definitely a blessing to have you on, man. And, you know and, it. And I want everybody to please go follow uh, Overcomer on all the social media platforms where he said. And even check out his projects, you know what I'm saying, his uh, spoken word pieces. Oh, 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 stop real quick. In order to check out my spoken word projects, you can go on YouTube, you go on YouTube and just type in Overcomer. Pretty much type in Overcomer, click the Overcomer thing, and you'll see my thing pop up with all my projects. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. heard you heard it from you heard them from and again, man, I appreciate you jumping on with me and stuff like that, man. Continue to keep continue to keep doing what you're doing, man. Like continue to be the beacon of light for our Lord. Continue to be a, a man that's promoting the gospel yes, more sir. or less the person because I, I i i i peep i i i understand because a lot of people think you promoting the person that's not what you're doing you promoting the gospel and that's above all things if, if, if i'm wrong you could tell me i'm wrong i think when you promote certain things you pushing the message of the gospel more or less the person yeah because i i, I tell you this man I always, even, let's, I'll just take it even further. Even when I was doing the Little Caesar sign shaking thing, right? I was always making sure that Jesus got the glory out of it. Even when he was interviewing me, bruh. Yeah. It, man, I always wanted to make sure people understood why I was put there. That I was just not there for no reason and to entertain and make people laugh and all that stuff and come get the bread and come get the pizza. Like, bruh, he got me here for a purpose. And I'm not going nowhere unless he moved me. You know what I mean? Like straight up. Right. And yeah. You, you just keep you 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 definitely did did that. I mean, you definitely did, man. So 
Continue to keep up the good work, man. Continue to glorify our Lord and Savior and continue to make him proud, man. And, and you make everybody else proud too, man. I see you. Keep up the great work over there at Christ Light Music Entertainment Music Group and whatnot. And just continue to do what you're doing, man. Just salute to you for real, man. I'm proud of you. Man, thank you, man. I appreciate you, man. Like I say, you big bro forever, man. It's a DTS CLMG situation. You know, this came business. You feel me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Most definitely, man. And this it's a wrap, man. I appreciate everybody joining on this week's episode. This your brother in Christ, Zig Madison, and this Data Self Podcast. And continue to love God, love people, love Jesus, and hate sin. Until next time, we signing out. In Jesus' name, peace.